Hi guys, Daniel here again, and welcome to Genesis 50. This is the last chapter in Genesis. So, please go read it and then we'll continue. In this section, we look at how Jacob was buried and mourned by his family, and even an enormous company of Egypt to show respect for him. Then his brothers feared Joseph again, just after the burial. Joseph then becomes old and passes away just after making his family swear to one day take him to Canaan also. So in verse 1 to 2 we read, Then Joseph fell on his, brother, his father's face and wept over him and kissed him. And Joseph commanded his servants, the physicians, to embalm his father. So the physicians embalmed Israel. It is interesting to note that Jacob went through the same procedure they used in Egypt to embalm and preserve the body. They took 40 days to do the procedure, and then afterwards the Egyptians wept for him for 70 days. This was done for someone who was seen as royal, or was of royal bloodline. Everyone remembered when Princess Diana died, and how long it took for everyone to go on with their lives. This was the same type of respect the people of Egypt shown to Jacob. So Joseph then spoke to the family of Pharaoh after the people finished weeping for Jacob. He told them to ask Pharaoh if he would let him go bury his father Jacob in Canaan as he promised he would. He would then return to Egypt once he had finished the burial. The one thing to ask is why did he ask the family and not speak to family Pharaoh directly. Some suggest that it is improper to appear before Pharaoh if you were still mourning for the dead. Also, he had to get permission to take leave because he was still governing the country for Pharaoh, so he could not just leave. Uh, so in verse 6 to 8 we read, And Pharaoh answered, Go up and bury your father, as you have made, he made you swear. So Joseph went up to bury his father. With him went up all the servants of Pharaoh, the elders of, the, of his household, and all the elders of the land of Egypt, as well as, well as all the household of Joseph, his brothers, and his father's household. Only the children, their flocks, and their herds were left in the land of Goshen. Everyone... Uh, went with Joseph to go accomplish his oath, and Pharaoh even sent his chariots with him to accompany him to Canaan. Scripture said that it was a great company, so it might look threatening to the people of the land if a huge amount of people decided to come into the land. That is also most likely why Pharaoh decided to send his chariots with him to protect them just in case. When they came to Atad, uh, which means in Hebrew to pierce, which is beyond the Jordan, they had a seven-day time of mourning again for Jacob. One reason could be to show the people of Canaan that they were there for a burial and meant no harm to them. But others' reason um, could be that this was also the last time to mourn for their father because they did not want to intrude for too long in that country. So in verse 11 we read, When the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites, saw the mourning uh, um, 
on the threshing floor of Atad, they said, This is a grievous mourning by the Egyptians. Therefore the place was named Abel Mizriam uh, in Hebrew, which means meadow of Egypt. It is beyond the Jordan. These people must have thought the Egyptians must have lost a great man to lament for so long. The sons of Jacob buried him where his grandfather Abram bought um, with the field from Ephron the Hittite to possess as a burying place for his family. They all then turned to Egypt after they completed putting Jacob in the burying place. At that moment, Joseph's brothers realized something. Their father just passed away, and Joseph is in a very high position of authority. They thought Joseph is going to tear them to shreds after what they did to him. They then sent him a message and told Joseph that their father asked that Joseph should please forgive his brothers, but also to forgive the servants of the God of their father Jacob. It is interesting that they were referring not only to the blood relations, but the spiritual relation. Joseph then wept again, and his brothers fell before him, almost the same way Jacob fell before Esau when Jacob wanted to beg Esau for mercy for taking the birthright from Esau. So in verse 19 to 20 we read, But Joseph said to them, Do not fear, for I am in am I in the place of God? As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. He would not judge them, and even told them that everything was worked out according to God's will. He would also look after them and their children, and spoke kindly to them. So Joseph lived in Egypt till he was 110 years old, and saw his grandchildren and great-grandchildren. These children were counted towards Joseph as his own children. Jo Jacob told Joseph that Ephraim and Manasseh would be counted towards the heads of the tribes of Israel. Joseph then told his brothers that he is old and will die soon too, and that one day God would visit them in Egypt and take them to the land God promised Abram, um, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Somehow Joseph knew and prophesied that this would happen, and on that day he wants them to take his bones with him, to the promised land. So in verse 26 we read, So Joseph died, being 110 years old. They embalmed him, and he was put in a coffin in Egypt. This is the same what happened to Yeshua, where he told his 12 disciples that he would rise after the third day, and his body was also embalmed for burial. I hope that you've learned something new about Jacob and how people who were distant relative to Jacob honored him as royalty. Also, there were a lot of um, procedures and people were on edge the whole time in those days when a huge amount of people crossed the border. Also, Joseph already knew that one day um, uh, they would go back and have a land of their own. And in the end, they did remember to take his body with them 
back to Canaan. I'll see you guys in the next section.